Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Here in the Midwest, the temps have been a little bit cooler. And some of the mornings, we after our workout, we like to get out for a walk. However, some of the days it was only in the 40s. And so we were joking that maybe we should just move to Florida. So that's our ongoing joke, especially with our upcoming move here in just a week. Let's get started with today's episode, episode number 66 on how to handle difficult relationships. What makes a relationship challenging? A challenging person, right? Wrong. Would you believe me if I told you that it's your thoughts about the relationship that will make it feel challenging? When we think of difficult relationships we have in our lives, nine times out of 10, we automatically blame the difficulty on the other person. But let's stop and think about this. If we can't control others and how they feel, then they also can't control us and how we feel. The truth is how we feel in any relationship is based 100% on our thoughts about it. No matter what the circumstances are, we get to choose how we think and how we feel. That's called emotional adulthood. So we can decide how we want to feel towards that person and then think thoughts to feel that way. For example, if we believe something was said to us in anger, we'll feel hurt. It doesn't, it really doesn't matter if we're talking about our spouse, a family member, or a friend, or maybe a boss. What we're talking about today can apply to any of those situations. And here's an amazing thing to know about our difficult relationships. And this is going to be my one thing for for this podcast. They're great ways for us to learn more about ourselves. If we learn to open our hearts, anyone, including the people who drive us crazy, can be some of our greatest teachers. Think about this. The relationships that drive us the craziest, the ones that trigger our brain in a way that causes us to think a certain way, they really reveal to us the patterns in our brains that we want to work on. Here's the big problem with blaming the difficult relationship on the other person. It makes you powerless because the only way you can improve the relationship is if you can manipulate or control them to act a different way. And one thing in life that's pretty much mission impossible is to control other adults. So instead of blame, We have to take ownership of our role in the relationship. Having ownership over something gives you authority over it. 
that is when you can begin to make the changes you want to make in a relationship with yourself or others. It happens from a place of responsibility, not from a place of blame. One amazing way to take ownership in your relationships is to decide how you want to show up. Define your role in it. Define who you want to be in the relationship and commit to showing up that way, regardless of their actions. If it's our spouse, then we can have thoughts that allow us to show up with more feelings of unconditional love and support. If it's a family member, then we can show up with love and no judgment. If it's a friend, then we can show up with cheerful love, empathy, and encouragement. If it's a boss, then we can show up with love, respect, and a willingness to help. Notice how love was in every one of those. More than anything else, all of our relationships are a love thing. God clearly tells us that. The second greatest commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. Every person that you interact with, difficult or not, is a wonderful creation of God. They are worthy of being loved and treated with respect and kindness. And I love a quote by Bob Goff about this that goes something like this. Love the difficult people because you are one of them. We know that's how God created us, right? As amazing as we show up for some people, we're just as likely to show up some shade of difficult or challenging to others. Think about if you could show up to each human interaction having positive thoughts about the other person. Think how much your relationships would be transformed. You would be a, you would become a very hard person to be difficult with. Here are a few other things that you can do by applying God's truths to your difficult relationships. First, guard against pride and give up the need to be right. This can be a really big one with people you find difficult in your life. Most of us, we struggle to communicate without blame, frustration, defensiveness, or justification. We have this primal need to be right at all costs. We need to be right, and yet our need to be right costs us so much. If you really think about it, what does being right about something really get you? Nothing, just some indulgence that leads to prideful feelings, like in a way you're better or smarter than they are. In fact, even when you feel like you're right, you, sh you still usually walk away with a sense of disconnection. The best way to find peace in relationships is to give up right and wrong. No one has to be right and no one has to be wrong. The first thing to do is decide that you don't need to be right about anything. This immediately is going to remove the need for defense. Without defense, there's no need for offense and the war is over. Start every conversation with that person by being willing to be wrong. Take a deep breath of peace. The way to approach this is by asking them something like, 
tell me why you are right about this. Then let that person tell you. You may not get that same luxury, but it's okay. Remember, you're in charge of how you show up and manage this relationship. And God tells us to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. It takes a lot to be a person who doesn't have to be right. When you give up being right, you say yes to connection, love, and peace. Next, always ask yourself, what would love do? Understand, no one wins in a difficult relationship. Never return anger with anger. It's never going to lead to where you want the conversation or the relationship to go. God tells us that a soft answer turns away wrath, but harsh words stir up anger. Next, be curious about the other person's human state. I say many times our external is always a reflection of our internal. I say that because that's what God tells us. If someone is difficult, they're likely facing difficulties from within themselves. And we can show up with empathy and understanding because we've been there before. God shows us amazing love, grace, mercy, and tenderness to us while we're sinners. And because of that, we can and should do the same for others. When we can be curious about what's going on in someone else's life and in their brain, we can be fully present in our relationships because there's no judgment. There's a genuine curiosity about why someone is thinking the way that they are thinking. And lastly, establish clear boundaries for yourself. In difficult relationships where your physical or emotional space is violated, you must establish clear boundaries. Boundaries, they are always about you. They should never be used to punish or attempt to control the other person because that's manipulation and not a boundary. A proper boundary is telling someone how you will behave if they cause you physical or emotional harm. We can and want to set our boundaries from a loving place because that creates relationships that are free of negativity. In my experience with this, I'll admit I'm still a work in progress in some areas here. Growing up, I always wanted to be right. It helped me cope with my insecurities, or so I thought. However, now that I've learned the things that I've shared here with you today, I am so much slower to respond, I ask more questions, and I listen intently. This is definitely an area I still do a decent amount of self-coaching on when it comes to a few select relationships. If I know I'm going to be around someone that I consider a difficult relationship, I coach myself through that prior to interacting with that person. And for me, just being aware of all of this has been a huge step in this process. So remember, your most difficult relationships can teach you so much about yourself. Get curious. Apply the, these concepts to them. Decide how you want to show up to them. 
and use your prefrontal rational brain to show up exactly that way, no matter how they act. Find freedom in knowing they are never in control, but you, how you show up and how you respond always are. That is all I've got for you this week. Join me next week for another great topic. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.